Lisa Hale Spencer, the editor at the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya, ready for our weekly walk through the news. Our top of the front page story is by H. Rose Schneider, and timely as kids and their parents are getting ready to have the kids go back to school. The school board at Burn Knox Westerlow um, begrudgingly raised the price for meals by 10 cents, and this has been an ongoing trend, and some of them were unhappy about it, and also about the quality and lack of variety in the food. So Rose plunged in and talked to the director and got into the thicket with all the things that affect that, federal regulations, local bidders, sales of the meals, and there's our in-depth report. Um, we also have a front page story by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer about the town of Gilderland with two high-tech initiatives. This one is illustrated in a picture Elizabeth took. A woman from Arizona is sitting by the pool in Tawasenta Park in Gilderland looking at progress back in Arizona at her pool at home. There is now free Wi-Fi in Tawasenta Park. The other high-tech development is that meetings, all sorts of town meetings, town board, zoning board, planning board, will be archived and people will be able to click on agenda items to get to just the things that they want to see. The editorial this week, Paper, Plastic, or Planet, has a wonderful illustration by Carol Coogan, and you should look on the website. This is in sparkling rainbow colors a idealized look at our planet, and here it features a cloth bag. New York State is right in the thick of figuring out what to do after New York City had proposed fees to curb the use of plastic bags. The legislature, the state legislature, passed a law prohibiting that, and Governor Andrew Cuomo has set up a committee to see what would be the best course to take statewide. We vigorously urge the state to adopt either a fee or a ban. Plastic bags last for centuries. Toxic waste, they don't biodegrade, and in the waters they kill animals, they disintegrate into little pellets, and are a terrible thing that we don't really need. So in the interim, we should all use cloth bags. Dennis Sullivan has written another remarkable column, this time on praying and the need for a deep center self new national identity. Turning the page, we have Carol DeBrin, who took in the Altamont Fair, and she wrote us a letter at age 89 about the things she did there and reminisced over the many, many decades that she's been involved in the fair and is looking forward to next year. Go, Carol. Two letters this week from Gilderland residents who are pleased with the new tobacco ban in parks. And Carol Waterman urges that signs get up put put up to let people know about this very soon and says that has not been the case with the county ban. Ed Cowley has advice for Stewart's as they have purchased the old Smith's Tavern in Voorheesville. He says don't be greedy. 
two letters uh, dealing with the countywide state required shared services plan. The first one from Jim Malatras, who is the president of the Rockefeller Institute of Government, hired by the county to work on the plan, and he sets the record straight. Karen Shimmer, a town board member who wants residents in Bern to know because part of the plan recommends a study to see about consolidating the Byrne Highway Department with the Albany County Department of Public Works. And Shimmer makes the point that the final decision will be in the hands of the local voters. Elizabeth took some lovely pictures on the story we've been following for years. The Rap Road neighborhood was put on the National Historic Register in 2002, also on the State Register. And just this past weekend at their giant family reunion, because so many families migrated there from Shibuta, Mississippi, built houses and have many generations later continued to live there, they unveiled a plaque so that people would realize the historic status. Congratulations are being offered by Ann Pope, well-known locally for NAACP leadership, to Beverly Bardiquez in three of the pictures because she's been so central in having this historic designation. And next to her is Emma Dixon, her aunt, who was the original force behind that. Some congratulations from Save the Pine Bush activists who have also been interested and worked together with the Rap Road Group, which is located in the Pine Bush. Other letters are simply lovely, lovely, and worthwhile missive from Vincent Kalana, who lives in Gilderland and is the Chief Executive Officer of Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Albany. We urge people to read that and follow his advice. Sharon Bulky is weighing in on the upcoming primary for the district that is currently served in the county by Daryl Duncan, and she backs challenger Vicki Plotsky. A picture was submitted by Karen Schimmer of people looking at the eclipse in, up at the Switzkill Farm in Bern. Friends of the Byrne Library want people to know that they are not associated with any political party and straighten out the fact that the same name for library concerts was used for a Republican fundraiser, but they were not connected. Mark Curiali from the Gilderland Library is urging people to come to a, a jazz Roaring Twenty party to support that library. Helen Wager is writing, urging people to participate in the... I think it's actually the fifth annual motorcycle run that is raising funds for helping local veterans. There's a giant sale at the Grange, and they're looking for items in Bethlehem. The New Scotland Museum is opening new exhibits. One is on women in politics and this 100th anniversary of the right to vote in New York State, and they have a list of the original voters, women from New Scotland, who voted then. Also on the Punkin Town Fair, which celebrated its 75th anniversary this year, and is now a fundraiser for the New Salem Fire Department. A letter from Joseph Boone of Westerlo, urging fans to come out and support the hometown Helderberg Valley football team, which is made up of players from both Duanesburg and Burn Knox Westerlo. The old men in the mountain are discussing why this area is a bad one to retire in. It's cloudy. <laughs> there are a lot of 
politics, and there are high taxes, the old men say. An overview of the fair was provided by Russell Picorni, who every once in a while sends his pictures he's taken from his Cessna 172. Rose has a story on a new minister at the Baptist Church in Westerlo, and R. Scott Boger described himself the way he was raised as being a missionary kid, and he's now leading a church that is well known for its missionary work. Turning the page more on Gilderland going high tech, these are the devices that are placed here on the pool house roof and throughout the park to bridge the internet connection. Elizabeth also had a story on mining in Gilderland, three different mines all in central Gilderland in a rural area quite near each other. And the latest is an application for a very old mine. People might remember the Charles Desch pit on Becker Road. It's now got an application from K&C to reopen, and there were also updates on two mines on nearby Stitt Road. Rose has a story on, again, the proposed consolidation, going over the process um, of what would happen if indeed Byrne and the county were to merge their road departments. More from Rose on school lunches and breakfast too, and some of the intricacies there. She also has a very sad story on a motorcyclist who was 38 years old, is in serious condition after um, an SUV collided with him. And this is an intersection that has a stop sign where the branches had um, grown over and obscured his vision. Turning the page, we have arrests in our blotters, as always, and we also have um, a story on a man from Knox, Jason Matthews, who was charged for growing marijuana. Um, a police officer was at his house because someone who lived there had an emergency medical call and while there um, discovered the marijuana, the police say. A new minister in Altamont. Um, this is the Reverend Matthew J. Van Maastricht. His 10-month-old son, Hendrik, and his wife, Marie, who is a music teacher. And he will be preaching his first sermon this Sunday. And the public is welcome. He certainly had a lot of interesting things to say. We welcome him to the village. The Business Corner starts with the Bethlehem Chambers trip to Iceland, a far-flung place, and the public is invited, not just chamber members, if they you know, want to pay to go on that trip. Elizabeth has a story on a new restaurant in Gilderland off of Carmen Road. Casa Real will serve Mexican food. Uh, a similar store with the same name is nearby, and it opens in several weeks. Photograph by Michael Koff and more photographs by Mike of the second leg in the Triple Crown, this one in Voorheesville. Same female winner, Erin Murphy. Go, Erin. <laughs> and different male winner. This is the man who came in first up in the Hilltowns. And this Evan Enslin bested him 
in Voorheesvale. And organizer Phil Carducci says that's the toughest race because of the hills. And we love this picture because this man, Jim Holtailing, is 77. And this man, Joe Kelly, is 84. And there was also an 87-year-old man in the race. So running is for all ages, and we commend those men. Sean Mulcairin, our new reporter for the Villages in New Scotland, has written about the Legion Riders Poker Run. And again, that happens this weekend. The public can also go to a Meet the Artist session to see who will be painting murals along the rail trail. Lots of other events detailed in our calendar. And kids are taking advantage of the last days of summer vacation to dip in the Tawasentha pool with the hours listed there. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer made a trip to Atria Crossgates to see a musical production put on by the music studio. Uh, catch a Rising Star summer session. And it was just a delightful exchange between young and old. And <laughs> the plot was a wacky zoo where lions said cock-a-doodle-doo. None of the animals had the right, the right noises <laughs> for who they were. And this Professor, played by Adam Judson, tried to straighten them out. And Adam told Elizabeth afterwards, it feels good to just, talking about the people in the audience, to just comfort them and be nice to them. And there they are, enjoying the show. The libraries are winding down with their summer summertime reading program, so we have just one page of library news instead of the two we've had all summer. And lots of activities are starting up for the fall. We have an end of the summer last look at the big truck day in Voorheesville, which was part of the summer reading program. Um, Glenn Durbin turned 100. Happy birthday, Dan. Glenn, <laughs> World War II veteran in Voorheesville. Lots of news from the seniors. Um, three obituaries this week. Gail Van Wee, who was the... Albany County Dairy Queen, and very beautiful, her daughter said, as we can see. Mary Brennan, married to the well-known veterinarian, Dr. Jack Brenton, who did many, many volunteer works as well as being a devoted mother. And Todd Pulliam, a teacher who taught as far away as China and um, returned to his home territory along the Bozink Hill at the end of his life classified ads, lots of legals, and we conclude with sports because we're back to school sports even though school hasn't started. And in golf we feature the two top players in Voorheesville, the two top players in Gilderland, and the one female on the Gilderland varsity team. And we close our week with a lovely picture from the Altamont Fair submitted by Elaine Baron as well as some practical news about town.